you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. I love to talk. I mean, obviously I'm doing a podcast, but I love to talk about all kinds of things. I can carry on a conversation with pretty much anyone talking about pretty much anything. And even if I don't really know very much about the topic itself, I'll find a way of perhaps asking open-ended questions or starting with maybe some assumptions that I had on the particular topic. And then the person that I'm conversing with can either add, correct, debate, having a conversation. That's what it is. It's having a conversation with someone. And when I'm doing my podcast, when I'm interviewing someone, I don't look at it as an interview. I look at it as as I'm having a conversation. So instead of doing it virtually, we could be sitting in a coffee shop and we could be having the exact same conversation that we're having in the podcast, but having it in person, you know, which is interesting because sometimes we overthink the process of perhaps doing an interview or, you know, talking on a podcast or talking on Zoom and making it seem like it's more than it should be because it isn't. <laughs> it's it's a conversation. It's connecting with someone on a either a spiritual level, a deeper level, just a casual, you know, let's have a conversation about just life in general and we can talk about anything. But it's interesting to think about how sometimes the words just won't come out. So case in point, I was thinking of a an idea for my next episode. You know, I like to think about talking about something specific. You know, and when you think about my past episodes where I've talked about something very specific, you know, and my entire episode, my entire recording is about that particular topic or things that are related to that particular topic. And when I think about the interviews that I've had with people, it's specifically about something that is about them. And I just add, you know, my experiences and ask the questions and, and so on. But sometimes, sometimes I find that I struggle to get the words out, which is a very interesting phenomenon for me, because as I, as I mentioned, I typically don't have any problems having a conversation or talking about pretty much anything. 
And even when I'm teaching my classes, I'm talking to my students, I'm typically not at a loss for words. I have lots I can say and lots that I can share because I have lots and lots of experience that I can, I can share with my students, share on my podcast, you know, share in conversations. So being at a loss for words is not something that I'm familiar with. And I have to say, it's not a very good feeling. It's actually, I feel very uncomfortable not having something to say. And it's different than choosing your words carefully when you are sharing news to someone. You know, so for instance, if you are sharing some bad news, you know, I I was in a car accident and I banged up the car. So how do I tell my husband? (laughs) How do do I just, do I blurt it out or do I come up with a story or do I just pretend it never happened? Or if you were sharing news about someone who perhaps has a critical illness, I don't envy the job that doctors and nurses have when they are dealing with patients and they have to share the bad news. I'm sure it can't be easy. And I'm sure they struggle with, do I just give you the news? Sorry, you know, I'm sorry, but you have six months to live. Or do you put it in a, in a gentler way? So it really just depends, I suppose, on the type of news and perhaps who you're sharing it with, you know, how they will receive the news. You know, so if it's someone like my husband, okay, just don't give me a story. Just give me, give it to me straight. What's going on? <laughs> he just wants the facts so he can deal with it. Is your car a write-off? Okay, so now we have to deal with the issue of, you know, dealing with AutoPack and dealing, getting a new car and what are we going to do about it and can we afford it? And so these are the practical things that he's thinking about. I'm more worried about feeling, you know, I'm feeling guilty because I wrecked the car, even though it may or may not have been my fault. And so it's thinking about how I'm going to share that information with him and how he's going to receive it. And it's not really my nature to just give him the facts because I like to tell a story. (laughs) That's just me. That's my style. I like to tell a story. I like to, you know, weave in a lot of the details and let me give you some of the background. And I know not everyone appreciates it. You know, when I, when somebody's asking, how's your day instead of, yeah, my day's good. And, but you know, then I go into this long you know, explanation about things that I've been doing. And, you know, sometimes I can see the other person's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry I asked. (laughs) So I'm not sure I want that story right now. And sometimes I've learned that I ask first, okay, do you want just the facts or do you want a story? And then depending on the answer, I will give them either the facts and then I'll follow up with a story or they might want a story. So we'll see. But it's interesting, the reaction of people, how they receive the information and what kind of information they want. But getting back to the struggle of finding the right words. Now, when I think about the episodes that I want to record, or perhaps getting the guest to come on for an interview, I know that I've spoken about this in the past, where if it's my own thing, I'll have an idea, okay, you know what? I really want to talk about this topic and I I think it's really kind of cool. And then I start talking about it and it's like, you know, 
it just doesn't flow. It just, the energy isn't there. It just doesn't feel authentic. It feels like I'm struggling. It feels like I'm searching for the words versus the words coming naturally. You know, again, when you're having a conversation, there typically isn't that awkward pause, you know, where you both stop talking and it's like you look at each other or you look away or you take a sip of your coffee and and then you think, okay, so do I speak first? Do I wait for them? What do we say? We're out of things to talk about. And it's not a comfortable feeling for either of us. And so you want that conversation to flow. You want those ideas to come naturally. You want it to be as authentic as you can make it, so to speak. And so sometimes I find myself, you know, start, stop, stop, start, stop. And then finally, I usually try three times to get it to go. And after three times, if it doesn't feel right, it's like, no, okay, I have to abandon that idea of that topic, whatever it is that I was going to talk about. And then it's like, well, well, then what do I talk about? You know, so then I have to go away and I have to, and if I really try to push it, you know, when you think about a time when you really wanted something and you push to get it, but the more you push, the less you get, whatever it is, you know? So for the women in in the audience that are listening to this, if you are looking for a specific outfit, it's a dress, it's an outfit, whatever it is, you have an idea of what you're looking for. You know, the color, the style, you can see yourself wearing that particular outfit and you go and look for it and you look and you look and you look and you look and guess what? You don't find it because you are pushing at the universe to give you this. Now, there is the manifestation. So you have this vision, you, you're you putting it out to the universe. Okay, universe, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do to get it. But in this particular instance, manifestation doesn't really work. I want to share a story about my daughter when she was graduating. Okay, so we were out looking for a grad dress for her. And at the time, I'm trying to remember whether she sprained her ankle. I can't remember exactly what had happened, but she had this boot on her leg, which made it a little difficult for her to walk around. And and so anyway, so she had this vision and she was very specific. She wanted an apple green dress, full length. I can't remember what the material was, whether it was kind of like this taffeta or silky, but she was very specific in terms of what kind of dress she wanted. And I lost count how many, how many stores we went to. We went down Corden, we were on Osborne, we were downtown, we were kind of all over the place and nothing, there was nothing. She was trying on different things, looking for different things. It just wasn't working out. And it was getting late and, and I know she was feeling frustrated and I was feeling frustrated. And there was a shop on Corden and for the life of me, I can't remember what it's called now. And I'm not even sure if it's still there. I'll have to go back and check. Anyway, I said, you know what? We've got one more place. Let's pop in here. And if it doesn't work, we'll we'll just call it a day and then we'll get back at it tomorrow. So we walked through the door and I heard Crystal say to me, oh, mom. And there was this dress hanging on the wall and it was completely different from what 
Crystal had imagined of her perfect dress for her grad. It was this shiny black, and it, it had this handkerchief kind of hem. And the look on her face when she saw it, I said, okay, go try it on. Oh, but mom, you know, and I said, no, go try it on. It was the first time during that day that she had expressed any interest, any wonder and awe at this dress. And she put it on and she came out and, oh my goodness, she looked absolutely beautiful. And she looked at the price tag and she's like, oh, mom, this is really expensive. I said, I don't care. (laughs) I'm buying this dress for you because first of all, it looks so beautiful on her and she loved it. And it's like, you know what? We spent a day looking for this particular dress, your dream dress, but now you have this. And she wore it on grad and, and she looked absolutely gorgeous. And the reason I'm sharing this story is again, when you have an idea of something that you want and you're putting it out there, if it's something that isn't working, but you keep kind of hammering at it and wanting to make it work, it typically doesn't. When you let it kind of flow, when you open yourself up to possibilities like she did, you know, feeling a little deflated, it's like, okay, we didn't find the dress. All right, let's go in here. Almost feeling like there's a sense of you're defeated and then walking in and ta-da, there it is. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Getting back to thinking about the words that you're trying to say. Are you fighting to get the words out? Is it coming naturally to you? Does it feel authentic? And I'm not talking about the bad news that you need to share, or perhaps someone is asking for your opinion, and you have to choose your words carefully in terms of how you are relaying that information to the other person. Because you want to be kind. You want to be gentle. You want to make sure that the other person is feeling validated and valued and appreciated. And so you may think carefully about the words that you are going to say. And other times, the words may come very naturally to you, depending on the situation, depending on the person that you're talking to. But getting back to my struggle (laughs) to find the words, I had a topic that I really, really wanted to talk about for this particular episode. And it had to do with the winter blues. You know, it's January and it's cold and the, the nights are dark and the days are short. And, you know, it's after Christmas and there's not much going on and credit card bills are coming in and and just feeling this this feeling of kind of like meh, just like, blah, like I don't know how I feel, just feeling kind of blue, right? 
And I wanted to talk about Blue Monday, which is the third Monday in January. And it's apparently known as the saddest day of the year. And I was doing all kinds of research. I was finding information. I wanted to share you all kinds of, you know, really cool information about the day and what it means about, you know, dealing with the winter blues and all the rest of it. But what stopped me from doing the entire episode about that, which I suppose I could have, but I knew deep down inside that it wouldn't be very authentic because some of the information I might have to read to you because it's research. And even though I think I have a good memory, the last thing I want to do is is give you the wrong information. So I'm not even going to go there and give you any of the research. And it actually, at the moment that I realized that I wasn't going to talk about that, the idea popped in my head, why don't you just be honest and say, sometimes you struggle. (laughs) And so that's what I'm doing. I was struggling to find the right words to talk about a subject that I really didn't know much about. I could give you all the information or I could just let you look it up and, and check it out for yourself and find out what it means in terms of winter blues or, you know, blue Monday or dealing with SAD, which is seasonal affective disorder, which is actually, there's a medical term for that. You know, winter blues is not a medical term. SAD is actually, yes, that it can affect people in a more serious way. I mean, winter blues, you know, you just have kind of like a bad day and, and then you go outside during the day if it's sunny or you exercise, you know, maybe try to get a good night's sleep you know, do something fun, you know, go skating or go to a movie or, you know, so there's ways that you can deal with the winter blues. Have a Netflix day, you know, eat popcorn for supper. (laughs) You know, there's, there's different ways that you can get yourself out of a funk. But dealing with sad, I know a little bit about it because my mom really had a hard time with it. You know, winter, Christmas, winter, January, February were really tough on her. And I remember how it affected her. And, you know, she didn't have those things that could help her. You know, like there's a light therapy lamp that you can get that does provide some help to those that deal with SAD. I mean, I don't know enough about it and I don't know how much it helps, but I know that a few people that I know that have dealt with it and have used the lamps have said that it it really does help them. But that wasn't something that was available for my mom. And the way she coped with her feelings of depression and mental health was to drink and smoke, finding ways of trying to ease the pain. People who overeat or drink or smoke or shop, (laughs) there's different ways that people have of dealing with the pain, of dealing with trying to make you feel better. And I know that there is therapy that you can take to deal with it, but everybody deals with it differently. And so my decision not to talk about Blue Monday or Winter Blues, I'm actually talking about it a little bit in this particular episode, but it's because I'm not giving you the research. I'm not giving the stats. I'm not, you know, talking about things that I'm not familiar with. I can tell you things that I am familiar with and those that I'm not, as I mentioned about the light therapy lamps. I don't know 100% if that actually works for anyone, except the information that a few of my friends have shared with me. 
And as for me, yeah, there are days when, and it doesn't have to be winter, it can be any time of the year. You know, you get those days where it's just, you're just like, yuck. You know, you're either overwhelmed or you're tired or you didn't sleep or you're busy at work. And there's a a thousand reasons why you can feel down in the dumps, you know, feeling a little depressed, feeling a little blue, and you either snap out of it or it takes you a while or whatever it is that you can do to make yourself feel better. And I know that for some people, you know, medication is, is what helps them, but everyone's different. And whatever anyone uses as far as even therapy, talking to someone, and actually sometimes talking to someone, you know, talking to a friend or a therapist or journaling, you know, writing your thoughts down, you know, getting them out of your head instead of, I know I talked about your mind is racing, you know, I've, I've referenced the hamster in, in the wheel going around and around in your head. And sometimes you don't make sense of things. It's writing it down or it's talking to someone. It's getting that information out of your head. But at the end of the day, whether you're struggling to find the words, you're struggling to deal with whatever life has dealt with you at that moment, I think it's being kind to yourself. It's being gentle with yourself. It's giving yourself permission to do nothing. It's asking for help. It's sharing your feelings with someone. You know, you can't assume that people know what's going on. And if you're having a bad day, say, you know what? I'm having a bad day. I need a hug. I need to talk to you. I need you to listen. I need to share what's in my heart, in my head. And being open to receiving that help because we can't do it alone. We need that support from those around us. And so I'm glad I didn't push the idea of talking about the winter blues and, you know, the blue Monday and instead being honest and sharing that, you know what, the struggle is real and it's owning up to it and acknowledging and being aware that, you know what, this isn't working. And sometimes, you know, I talked about pushing through and sometimes it's worth it if you know what the end goal is. But if you don't know what it is, then you're just expending energy for nothing. Because at the end of the day, you're no further ahead. And if anything, you're a little behind because you put out that energy. So I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about my next episode, but whatever it is, I want to have it come to me organically, naturally. I want to sit in it. I want to feel it. I want to know that it's the right thing for me to talk about. And sometimes I actually have the interview playing in my head, particularly at night when I'm ready to go to sleep. And I'll think about an idea of what I want to talk about. And I'll have it roll in my head. And when that happens, I know that it's the right thing to talk about. I know that when I sit down in front of my MacBook, in front of the microphone, I know that what I'm going to talk about is going to come from me. It's going to come from the heart of me. It's going to come from a place of knowledge and authenticity that I am sharing with you my real thoughts and my ideas in a way that hopefully is connecting with you.
So until next time, when you are struggling to find the words, perhaps stop struggling. Take a step back, literally or figuratively, and decide what is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to say? And if it's not coming from an authentic place, if it feels pushed, awkward, hard to get the words out, maybe stop and rethink what it is that you want to say. And whatever it is that you want to say to whomever you want to say it to, having it come from a place that is real and authentic to you. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.